Good afternoon, everybody. You're now live on the Middleman Radio. This is the Middleman Talk Show, and you got your boy Al. And this is Kevin. What's going on, world? Man, everything is. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Another week, another Middleman Talk Show on the Middleman Radio. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Back, as I say, back at it again. Man, I'm excited, man. I mean, it's a privilege, man, to be able to list, you know, just just get the opportunity to talk to our listeners and yep. all the people that's been supporting us over these years, man. Thank you, once again. Thank you. Um, I know we've been promising a lot of stuff to our listeners. Al, we we got to really, we got to really fall through and step it up for our people, man. We got some merchandise coming soon. We got the YouTube page coming soon. We got a lot of stuff coming soon. But y'all know how it is. Life. <laughs> <laughs> Right, like life, with so much going happens. on, man. Like I feel like, um, you know, each day is always something different, right? And so, yeah. you know, trying to plan for things like you like it's really hard to plan for a lot of stuff. Certain things just happen unexpectedly. But yes, on the Middleman Talk Show, we do have things coming for all our listeners out there. We definitely want to appreciate all our um, um, people who have liked our page on Facebook and joined mm-hmm. our Facebook group, man. We definitely appreciate that support and the engagement in which we have received from all our listeners. Thank you for listening and commenting on our shows, man. Like Matter of fact, we, we, we got a member that just came back to the Middleman Talk Show group. I want to give a shout out to Rosie. Rosie was listening to us about five, seven years ago. And I guess she left the page, but I saw she just recently joined back. So shout out to Rosie. Man, thank you, Rosie. Thank you for coming back and uh, checking us out, man. Um, we hope that we have been fulfilling you with something in which you can discuss with your peers as well. You know, we like to have topics in which you all could bring back and, you know, talk talk amongst yourselves, amongst your peers about these particular topics. Uh, we definitely love to hear your opinions, your comments on these topics as well, too. Uh, one thing I definitely want to um Discuss briefly, uh, Kev, is uh, Killer Mike and the Greenwood uh, Bank opportunity. Mm -hmm. Um, In less than 24 hours after the announcement, tens of thousands accounts have been requested to be opened with this new black-owned bank, man. Um, You know, Thursday, after raising more than $3 million in seed since, since the funding in June, man. Like, they've been really pushing it. Killer Mike has been really... Uh, trying to step up and plan and and put things in motion, man. Man, Killer Mike is that guy, man. I mean, from politics to economic 
mm-hmm. um, strategies uh, to community strategies, man. Killer Mike is that dude, man. I mean, I, I reached out, you know, I reached out to him a while ago, man. I'm like, why, why are you not more in the forefront to be a leader? He said, you know what? Y'all are the leaders, man. We don't need just one person out here. Y'all need to do what That's y'all right. You know, That's and right. I, I respected that. I agree, man. Um, you know, every one of us have, you know, our own individualized talents, man, that we can bring to the table to uplift the people, to help others, um, and make sure that we have the resources in which we need, man. Like, um, you know, we got to continue to utilize what's great for us, what is good um, for our community to propel us, man. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, this, you know, this is another opportunity for us. There are many other black banks out there. Yes, there are many other black banks out there. Uh, we definitely want to continue to support those as well, too. But shout out to Killer Mike and the uh, the founders of Greenwood, man. Yeah, so if you get the opportunity to go on like Mike did a while ago, man, just put 100 bucks in there. Even if you put $25, man, that's $25 towards uh, helping somebody you know, live their dream. Uh, a lot of times you have a lot of banks that will not loan to us. Uh, mm-hmm. they, they'll, they'll have the stipulations so high that they're like, man, we ain't giving y'all no money, you know, <laughs> and, and, and a lot of businesses can't get that money. So the more money we put into his bank, the more money we put into black banks, period, uh, you know, the more to help out our community, not saying that, you know, to all our, uh, white brothers and sisters out there listening, we're not saying that, you know, there's nothing wrong with y'all do you, you know, Hey, we just saying, we got to take care of home first as the old gospel songs say. Sweep around your own front door before you sweep around mine. So we got to right. sweep around our door. Right, right. Um, man, definitely, man, uh, this particular week we have seen a lot of stuff in the news, bro. So um, I know that we're going to definitely talk about a lot of things on this particular show today, but we definitely want to focus on, um, you know, a particular angle with this particular topic today. But, um you know, we've seen, you know, Trump really just been downplaying his diagnosis with uh, COVID-19, man. Like, what, what's your thoughts on that, Kev? Um, I think we called it the last show uh, mm-hmm. on the hot topics. If you haven't had a chance mm-hmm. to listen to that, make sure you go to blogtalkradio.com and check out that particular show. Uh, one thing with Trump, I think, is more so of a strategical thing, because as soon as he got past the point of, oh, I'm cured or, oh, I'm good, uh, they've already got ads on television saying that he conquered the coronavirus. Now, to me, that's that's disrespectful. Um, mm-hmm. That's insensitive, yes. and, and and you know it's just thoughtless because there are a lot of people that family members truly die from this this mm-hmm. uh, this disease, and, and for him to over two hundred twenty thousand. Right, right. For him to take this whole narrative of I'm Superman because that's one of his supporters actually had the gumption and the nerves to say that. He was like, uh, Trump is our first actual real superhero president. And I'm like, mm. man, come on, man. Y'all, y'all, it's scary how, how naive people are towards politicians now. And they, I mean, they're human. He sit on the toilet just like we do. He put on pants just like we do. But overall, but they, are worshiping, they, they are worshiping. They are, him. they are worshiping this guy, bro. Like there, there's yeah. a difference, you know what I'm saying? In, in, in supporting versus worshiping. Like they are yeah. worshiping this guy, man. Anything that he says, they take it, and um, well, not everyone, but you know his, you know, valued supporters, you know, take everything right. that he says and believes it. Even if he says something that is against uh, a group of people or um, you know 
uh, gender of people, they always brush it off and make it seem like, no, he didn't mean it that way. This is what he's meant. He's a good Christian patriotic man. That's how, that's how they talk about I mean, it's, 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 it's a diversion. You know, I mean, at the same yeah. time, man, they, they have to deflect to to somewhat keep people from not really seeing what he's really about. Mm-hmm. Uh, because at the end of the day, man, Trump is seriously a narcissist, as we all know. Uh, Trump has a lot of issues, man. And, and I mean, I, we as humans, we all do. But at the same time, man, the way that they praise this man, I mean, even, even with Obama, we call Obama out. Right. We call him out. I mean, you know, I mean, we supported him. We loved him. But when he was on that boo-boo, oh, man, we call him. You know, he was on that boo-boo. You know, but these people, Trump can't do no wrong, man. It's ridiculous. I see. I see. Um, we definitely want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Middleman Talk Show today. We have a great show planned for you guys. Uh, entitled America's Hip- Hip- Hypocrisy, man. Um, we have seen a lot this week, um, definitely this week, in accordance to, um, you know, Trump playing down his COVID-19, claiming he's immune. Also, a planned attempt by a militia in Michigan to kidnap the governor. Uh, we also, um, there was a release of body cam footage from the Breonna Taylor's um, case as well. Uh, we definitely want to see what you guys' thoughts on that, but we want to discuss uh, the continued uh, hypocrisy towards racism, extremist groups, law and justice systems, healthcare, etc. What what does the future hold for America? We definitely want to discuss your thoughts on the newly released body um, body cam footage of Breonna Taylor case because that was something in which we have been waiting on. That was something in which we didn't know that it was going to be released or if body cam footage was actually taken uh, due to some of the reports in which that was stated. Uh, in the previous month, saying that no body cams were on or worn during the, um, you know, the no-knock home invasion. Um, we also want to discuss, do we have faith in our justice system, even though we see racism in its process? And are our government officials doing enough to pass laws to keep the minority population safe from these internal terrorist organizations? Um, you know, we definitely want to discuss a little bit more about the planned attempt to kidnap um, Governor uh, Whitmer from uh, Michigan, man, because that mm-hmm. is something serious, yeah. brother. Crazy. And um, and we also need to discuss how does the continuing indoctrination of racism affect the growth of future generations? Now, we have more questions in which we're going to pose for the show, but we really want to get you guys thinking about this particular topic because we have seen a lot of things um, definitely this year, um, you know, definitely this, this past week that was like, yo, this is uh, like not strange, but this is uh, I, like, I don't even know how to describe it, bro. Like, what do you... What do you think this week represents, man? Like, do do we feel like the future of America is safe right now? Um, the future of America, kind of loaded, but I got you. Um, future of America, I think more so. Yeah, I mean, when you think of the future of America, you look at the generation that we have now and future generations. What exactly will they have that will put them on a different plateau from where we're at right now? Because that's that's the goal mm-hmm. of everything. 
to have each right. generation better than the previous generation. Yeah. Um, with the thing, what, what we have going on in America within the last fast four years, it's it's more so, more so. Now, not really the last fast twelve years. Let me be honest with you, because what Barack Obama did, and I know Nick Eaton kind of alluded to this a little bit. Uh, he brought about the racism that we thought was somewhat dead. Mm-hmm. Um, he brought mm-hmm. about the racism that. You know, we we thought we would never see again in the, in the racism that you had in the forties, the fifties, and the sixties, right. and the seventies. Um, throughout throughout that whole twelve year that that whole twelve year span, you had eight years of Barack Obama, and children that were growing up only saw a black president within a time frame. Think about mm-hmm. it. Somebody that's twenty right now, you know, think about yeah. that. It was twelve when Barack got elected. Right. Right. You see what I'm saying? And think about right. somebody that was younger than that. And they've only seen a black president until they got to Trump. So with That's their correct. parents having these thought processes and, and discussions of why I hate this N-word that's in the office or I hate, you know, they, they those feelings came back of, I really don't like black people like that. You know what I'm saying? And then enter and Trump. Know, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. going to wrap it up. I'm going to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, enter, enter, enter Trump. And he is the amplifier feeling of the last past eight years so once we got him in office here we go again it's it's magnified to where we're dealing with racism on a level that's crazy in america and as far yep. as what you ask the safety it's america safe as far as the country itself military wise yeah we're gonna be safe but the the soul of america nah it's a problem bro it's a problem mm. and that's something to say bro like the soul of america like we really have to um, really understand that comment. I like how you put that, the soul of America, because when we think about America, we think about the land of the free, freedom of speech, you know, being able to come here and make all your dreams come true, right? right. You know, um, that's what has been sold. That's what has been commercialized. Uh, but we really have to think deeper into what's really going on up under what they were are trying to sell, right? So um, let's talk about the Breonna Taylor's case if, um, you know, you would like to start on that. So they've released body cam footage uh, from one of the officers involved with this particular case. Now, I watched as much as I could, brother. Uh, When I saw Mr. Walker handcuffed crying, trying to understand what was going on, why are you all here? Um, what did I do? You know, my girlfriend is dead. Um, they kept asking him, uh, did she fire the shot? Who shot? Who uh, did, did someone shoot at us? We heard somebody shoot at us. Did she shoot the shot? Where is she now? Where is the gun? You know, no concern. No, no, you know, um, no full understanding and giving information of why they were there. You had, to me, it looked 20 plus you know, uh, police officer who were militarized, like like they mm-hmm. had on, you know, yeah. military SWAT gear. Looking like um, Call of Duty. Yeah. And in an apartment complex, bro, there are other tenants above, below, next door, you know, children possibly as well that could have been victims as as well. And to watch them go inside the house still under the mode of trying to find someone. You know, it was more of, you know, um, 
following, I, I guess, the, their procedures when they enter the house. You know, you go first. You see, okay, we're clear, 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 like all of that. And this this man, you know, Mr. Walker, the boyfriend of Breonna Taylor, is outside, terrified, bro. Terrified. Mm-hmm. And the attorney general is still trying to hush up the the uh, the grand jury trying to you know pass a motion to where no one else can no one else can speak about the case or release any any other information about the case. That is crazy. Like you are supposed to be a public servant, mm-hmm. but is he really serving the public? I don't think so, bro. I mean, the biggest thing is you know with the case, and I know Jen had a whole lot to say about that. And she should be with us shortly, but uh, overall. You know, with this particular case, man, it's a travesty. Somebody's daughter is gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, this young man almost could have lost his freedom behind uh, the motives of whoever, whomever thought it was the right thing to do to 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 go after um, civilians in that manner. And the reason right. why I say it like that is because you and everybody that's listening to us right now know we don't have the planes, we don't have the boats. We don't have the trains. We don't have the means to bring drugs into this country in the ma- in the fashion that is being sold. That is so correct. If you really wanted to solve this issue in America, that's this quote unquote drug issue, because you know I think America is causing it. Just my humble opinion. Uh, go after the people that's putting the bringing the drugs here. Don't act like you don't know, because you got satellites that found Bin Laden in a hole overseas in a little bitty place that nobody would have looked for him. Y'all have mm-hmm. satellites. So you know what every cartel member is doing if you they really do. want to stop it. But they do. back back to the Brianna uh Brianna case, uh Taylor case, you know, um this evidence that they want to try to hide this this the whole way that the grand jury was presented this whole case, that DA do not want us to know how is how it was presented because he knows that he did it in a manner that would have been detrimental to him getting those officers and putting them in jail. He that did it on purpose. That Period. is correct. That is correct. And how can we as people, like, do we have faith in our justice system? Like, you know, we continue to see cases like this. We continue to see um, victims not receiving the justice, families not receiving justice, uh, families being told to you know, be quiet, meaning giving hush money. Do we feel like we will ever have any faith in our justice system, even though we see parts of racism in the process? Well, the biggest thing is, Al, just like when you look at this situation for the title of this show, The Hypocrisy mm-hmm. uh, in America. Still, the biggest the biggest question that I have not heard yet why did they go to this house in the manner in which they did? That I know they had, they, they had said they had uh, evidence from a person that said, hey, they're selling major drugs out of there. But yet and still, this stuff hasn't been brought forward to us. So, but this is also the same team, Kev, not to cut you off, my apologies, but this is also the same team that issued a no-knock um, you know, warrant with another family in which, which was the wrong house in Louisville. Another okay. black family who was terrorized, who All was right, traumatized. So, 
so even with with the show that we're dealing with today, when we're looking at malicious, let's tie it mm-hmm. all together. Yeah. What if these yeah. people were targets? What if they were targets for something? Mm-hmm. What if the people that are getting killed? Not saying Brianna was a target uh, personally by this particular police team, but across America, if you want to get rid of somebody and you got that badge on, guess what you can do? Yep. There's immunity yep. to it. Mm. And and at the same time, just like with the FBI infiltrating the KKK years and years ago, right? Why they can't do the same? I know we're going to get into it, but why they why they haven't done the same thing with the police force to see who's you really? I mean, you know, that's that's that that is a great question. Um, and I think I think it goes back to brother is law enforcement is viewed under a different lens. It's more like. Um, and this is just my opinion, you know, in certain instances or certain groups, it's like law enforcement cannot do anything wrong. Like they are the ones who are supposedly know the law. Right. But most police officers, mm. not, not, not all, but some police officers do know it, but some police officers do not know all the laws or rights. Right. right. Um, and we see that, but it's like they practice. It's like a form of, a, I guess you would say, uh, like a brotherhood, I guess, man, like looking out for, my Tupac guy, looking it. out Tupac for my team. Tupac said it best. It's the biggest gang in the city. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Look, but we got a call. Mm-hmm. Let's bring this call in right quick. Uh, caller, you're live with the middleman. What's going on? What's up, everybody? Ah, Bill. <laughs> Bill, happy <laughs> birthday, bro, up? man. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate it from you, man. I expect it from you, man. I, not, not listen. Hypocrisy, you know I gotta be on on this conversation. Come on, now. let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> the the first thing I, I definitely wanted to uh, address your question, man. Like y'all, both of y'all should know why they're not going out to these groups. Come on now, like <laughs> it, it's it's because you're not going you you're not going you're not going to go after yourself. You're not going to risk mm-hmm. yourself, are you? Exactly. Like majority but, of these but Bill, people, you know, Bill, huh, brother. We live in the land of the free, the home of the brave. Equal justice nah, for brother. all. You can't nah, have equal brother, justice nah. for all for you letting people go and do what they want to do like that. No, I'm, we still, I'm, being, we still, I'm being sarcastic. So, so, I'm, being, I'm being sarcastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know. So, so, so let's 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 look at it, man. Like, uh, and and uh, we, we since we we're, since we're talking about military groups, let's talk about the KKK. Like you said, the FBI infiltrated them. You know what I'm saying? Why is it hard for them to understand? Well, why is it hard for them to put sanction against them? I guess that's what I'm trying to use uh, for, for the actions that they've caused. Because let's look at it. I mean, the KKK has has done done more terror uh, to America itself, meaning that the people that's in America, black people particularly, you know, mm-hmm. they, they've done they've done more damage than than what what the Islamic community, which they say they're trying to do to us now. Like these right. people have pulled, dragged people out of the house, killed them, hung them, you know, mutilated them, whatever they could do, you know what I'm saying? Like just so that they can feel a, a sense of pride about themselves, you know. And, and to go back to to the original question, look at Kyle Kyle Rittenhouse, I believe that was his name. Mm-hmm. Like this guy's 21 years old. He he's not gonna he's not. I, I'm be honest with you, I feel like a lot of people have lost faith lost faith in the uh the, the justice system because uh they know 
uh, that it is uh, uh, it's somewhat flawed at a buddy buddy system. Even if right. it's, even if you don't know that person directly, uh, you somebody else may know them and that's gonna get them out of this situation. Man, look at what's happening with George Floyd. And I know y'all probably gonna talk about it, but this uh-huh. man, this the dude was able to get out of jail. He's but he's bunded out of jail and he's yeah, gone they're shaving. Like mm-hmm. they're shaving. Yeah, mm-hmm. like what is what, what is this? What, how how is that even possible? That like, well, you know that, that's it has the, to be some type of. Go ahead, go ahead. You good? Well, well, I was just gonna say like that's just uh, you know part of the justice system. If you are able to raise bail ten percent of your bail, you can get yeah. out. And so since his bail was not yeah. uh, revoked, he was able to get out. You know exactly, and, and that's and that's the thing of it. What they they go and like you know, it's like we we know the process by now. We know because mm-hmm. we we've gotten so accustomed to it. Like you know, hey, we go through this. Uh, it's this long drawn out thing about if if the police are guilty, all this so called evidence come up, and you know we see it. It's it's just like it's the same routine, and then it's like it ends one of two ways. Either they're indicted or they they mm-hmm. they drag the case out so long to the point where the people can bail out and you know burn out and then leave leave the state or whatever. This man's trying to leave Minnesota. Why is that even possible? Why well, the investigation is going? They say well, they they allow him to safety concerns. Uh, that's one mm-hmm. thing they said. But the bigger question is, you know, I, I know we're looking at the surface of everything, uh, but Al kind of kind of scratched it a little bit. The brotherhood. When you look at the brotherhood yeah. of, of what these guys deal with, uh, from judges, officers, DAs, uh, anybody that's dealing with the judicial system, if you're a part of a certain clique, if you understand what I'm saying, then therefore you're going to watch out for your brother. You see what I'm I saying? Mean, and, and, and the biggest part of it all is, yeah. man, you know, with, 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 with the rise of these militia groups, and you see what happened out of Seattle. Uh, just you know, kind of bringing it full forward. Uh, we're in Seattle. If you recall, matter of fact, it wasn't Seattle. What was it? What was the city where the? It wasn't Minnesota where the young man had the gun and well, the the, the yeah the the boy. Now ain't gonna call him a boy. He was a man. Uh, the man had the gun running through and shot three people. The police officers let, waved them through, let them go. Yep. But they had footage mm-hmm. yeah, earlier kinda. of the militia. They was out there talking to the police, which his mother was with that militia. And she said, hey, we're here to back you guys up. We're here to take care right. of you. And the police officer was like, yeah, thank you. We're glad you did that. Now, what if NF, uh, NFA or NFC or whatever that group is, you know, not effing around, mm-hmm. what if yep. they went to an event and told the cops, hey, man, we're here to help you? I guarantee they would have got shot. I guarantee yeah, they, they probably would have got they, locked they, up they, or they, told them, no, nah, we don't want your help. That is correct. They would have been blockaded from even getting close to where the protest was, right? Um, you know, they would have been turned around, you know, or probably issued citations or whatever. But um like yes, Kevin, it is the brotherhood. Like think of think of what Lindsey Graham stated on television to uh black people as well, talking about um you're okay if you um if you're conservative and not liberal. Like what? Like mm. think of think of them using that type of well, that type of arrogance. To be able to say and do what they feel like they can, well, that they think that they can do, just like these militias, like they felt like, um, just like in Michigan, um, like a few months back when the militia actually stormed the Capitol House and was inside the Capitol building, right? And now, yeah. 
you know, we know that this week, some of those same people from that same group, you know, planned yep. a an attempt to kidnap the governor of Michigan. Like now, are, are you aware that they don't recognize anyone authority above a sheriff? Uh, certain militia groups. If you are a sheriff, they a sheriff, they recognize your authority, just like some wild mm-hmm. wild west crap. But they don't recognize the governor. That's why they wanted to get her out, and they so-called wanted to trial her. Which, for those that may not mm-hmm. know, what they meant by that was to be the judge, jury, and executioner. That's they right. They wanted to hang this lady. They wanted to say she committed crimes against the American public. But who are these how? people? How did they get that bolded? The question is, how did they get this bolded to we know how do what they're doing? I mean, no, seriously. But, I mean, I mean, we can because, we can say something because but seriously, the- how did they get this? Because of the mentality that Trump and his, you know, flunkies have put out there, right? But Trump, it, Trump ain't Trump. Trump ain't the. He's Trump part ain't of the real. He's part of. He's part of it because because of the rhetoric that he speaks on live television, the rhetoric that he speaks on his Twitter page, in which they follow. Like yeah, they, and I don't think nobody, they are doing exactly. I don't think nobody else would have been able to to actually step up and do and, and uh, you know create this chaos that Trump has created. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they call him an agent of chaos because like that's that's what he's running off of right now, just chaos. Like the fact that he's saying what the so-called uh, Americans are saying, the people, you know, he he's speaking what they feel. So the fact that he, right. he he's you know enticing that and showing that and shining light on that indirectly and directly and sometimes, you know, it has he, he has opened the gate. He has opened what we may see as like I, I mean and I may be speaking like this, but I mean I may see this as like a sixty era of politics. Uh because it's it's just so like it's it's it, it, it's so like geared toward trying to gain that uh that majority back right now i think that you know a lot of them you hear a lot of them say something mm-hmm. about you know we're, we're not losing power and right now this is what this is about for them it, it's so, they, uh, as of us we're fighting for democracy for them they're fighting for majority power they're, they're still thinking you, that they're losing a power that they never had do, before do you truly understand what they mean by losing power their bill I mean, I mean, in in my eyes, uh, what I mean, what I mean by power uh, is is uh, you know as well as like population. So they do mm-hmm. believe that they are uh, mm-hmm. dying off. Uh, mm-hmm. I do believe that it, it, it's in the uh, economic world. They they believe that they're losing money. Uh, they feel like they feel like that there's too many black businesses growing, and then on top of that, the, 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 the there's too many black wealthy people. Like we're, we're too many of us are getting degrees now. That's not something that they want. Uh, I also think that when it comes down to power, just just mental. Well, I, I want to say emotionally, I guess that would be uh, because a lot of them they like if they feel threatened or if they feel like somebody's belittling them, they want to step up and, and and try to you know get that edge on them or something like that. Like. It, with them, it's 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 mental. With them, it's like they're trying to prove that, they, that they're on top. Yeah. All right. Right. Now, now check this out. The, the phone lines are open to our yeah. listeners out there. If you want to get in on the discussion, the number to dial in is five one six three eight seven one five four two. Press the number one, and we'll definitely get to you. Go ahead, Kevin. Now I was gonna say you got to hit them with the definition of racism, Al. You got to yeah. hit them with the definition of racism. But I mean, I'm gonna paraphrase a little bit. But primarily, it's just the ability to have power to control others through other means. And the mm-hmm. thing of it all, 
with racism, actually, if they don't have the power, they can't control how, where we live, how, what type of money we make, what they can do. They don't, they don't control the board anymore, like in chess. So mm-hmm. with them seeing that, just like with the Proud Boys, the Proud Boys are made up in Al. You, we were talking about this earlier. Right. Um, the Proud Boys are made up of, of, of a dynamic that's not just knuckleheads. They're not thugs. They're not. Well, some of them are thugs and some of them are knuckleheads, but they do have educated people in there. They have lawyers. Mm-hmm. They have they have police officers. They have doctors. And the thing about it, what they're fighting for, is what they truly believe that. And let, let I'm gonna just say it. They think that, we, and they've always thought this: that black people are gonna do to them what was done to to us. And that's the of biggest they thing they that. feel. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Of course they feel that. Um, now, let's think about the seriousness of what just happened with this this planned attempt to kidnap the governor, right? In reference to the militia and the mentality in which these people thought in which they had. Like, they felt like they were above the law and were actually following, you know, Second Amendment and First Amendment rights, right? Um, you know, by being able to form, you know, a militia, um, you know, um, overtake the government when they feel like um, um, they witnessed treason, like they felt like the governor committed treason. So um, when, when we think about this particular groups, right, and we think about all the other groups and um, locations in which we have seen extremist groups walk, like such in Charlottesville, down in Georgia, and Mississippi, Alabama, um, do we feel like our government, our government government officials are doing enough with passing laws to keep the minority population safe against these internal terrorist organizations um the biggest thing is as long as we we can keep our second amendment i'm I'm down for it i I want my gun you can have your gun just don't act stupid with, with me with your gun guns as far as with the laws that we do have um you do have a lot of uh, flexibility when it comes to when we do have uh, marches, uh, when you do have uh, demonstrations, you know, mm-hmm. like you here in in Georgia, in Noonan, Georgia, they had a KKK rally, and those guys had a whole section to themselves. And, and the thing about it, the the protesters, the one that was anti KKK, it was a whole lot more of them. But because the officers have to do their job, they had to protect the KKK. And them guys was over there. I mean, they was wilding out. Now, right. we don't want to infringe on anyone's First Amendment rights because they do have the right to say what they want to say. But I, I still think that there's a time and a place for everything. And uh, we, need to, we need to conduct that in a, in, a, in a proper manner. Seems like we do have another caller too, Al. Yeah, so let's go ahead and bring this caller in. All right, uh, caller, you are live. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Caller, uh, hey, what's up, four digits. What's yeah, going on? What's How you doing? I'm all right. How y'all brothers doing? We doing all right. Doing what's well, your name, brother? Where well. you calling from? Nah, I'm in Atlanta. Okay. What's your name? Naj. All right. Okay. Yeah. Good to see. You. Good to hear from you again, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All well, good. What's your man. thoughts? But yeah, but yeah. Well, laws aren't gonna really be the determining factor with stuff like this. Laws. Mm-hmm don't actually change anything when it comes to stuff like this because laws are about what who administers the law so this is more a thing of uh infiltration are those groups being infiltrated in the way that we were during Cointel pro 
Are they being mm-hmm. monitored online? Uh, right. Because the amount of propaganda that they can put out online, like this is way beyond back in the day where they Correct. had like small members. Nowadays, they can put up a video and lean it conservative, mm-hmm. but in actuality, they're grooming people to become, you know, part of some of these uh, alt-right and, I mean, fascist Nazi groups. So those are the two factors that really matter. Are they being monitored online? Are there groups being infiltrated to the point to where you you can stop something like what happened in Michigan where they had plans to kidnap the governor, which is crazy as hell. Right. Think about it. But right. that's what they were actually planning to do. So I'm, I'm with the brother. I understand his, you know, the Second Amendment point and all that, but this is going to come down to just straight out. These groups just have to be, uh, they have to be torn down from that kind of space. And I'm definitely not a proponent of the alphabet groups. I'm not sitting here trying to prop up the U.S. alphabet organizations. I know how right. problematic they mm-hmm. get towards black people. Right. I'm definitely right. not saying that. But I am saying, like, if you don't understand that in America, uh, that white fringe group has always been the terrorist group that has been ready and willing to, you know, put physical damage, you know, up to murder onto other groups to get their political uh, mm-hmm. you know, agenda passed and to hold on to power. Like, I, right. you know, I don't know who we're talking to when we're talking to some of these people where they think these people are uh, just funny to laugh at and they use the stereotypes of hillbillies and this, that, and the third. Like, nah, man, there are people who work in corporate offices mm-hmm. by day and by night. They with these groups writing up propaganda, making videos for them uh, to propagandize the youth. Yep, very sophisticated. You pull up some of these kids' uh, YouTube videos, they'll go from Ben Shapiro to a Nazi group in no time. Yep. You know what I mean? So, the algorithm yeah, is set like that. You're right. Yep. Right, right, right. It, well, it, it, it's set to bring you more. Uh, whatever you're watching is set to give you more stuff that's a little more extreme. So you start off at one, at one little lane of it, and they keep feeding you more extreme stuff to keep you logged in. So, oh, you didn't know right. about this. And before you know it, you know, we got people who out here reading memes and thinking that's history and listening to YouTube and thinking that's reality. So, yeah, it's, it's tough, bro. So I got a question for, you know, everyone that's on the line. You know, we definitely appreciate you all tuning in to the Middleman Show. If you definitely want to get in on this this conversation, you can dial 516-387-1542 and press the number 1. But um, you know, stand back and stand, stand, stand back and stand by, right? So, do we feel like this was a call to arms, and do we feel like other groups may um, be kind of, um, I guess you would say, not so much in a rush to call to arms after this planned attempt was uncovered by the FBI? Because we know that there are other groups out there that possibly was meeting. Because uh, listening to the Attorney General from Michigan, um, there is more information that will be shared later and potentially other uh, arrests. So do we feel like that stand back and stand by was a call to arms for these particular groups? I mean, even if it wasn't, it's so vague and so open-ended that it could be used mm. for, that, for that way. Right. So mm. anybody who's elected to high office, especially office as high as his, that was not only irresponsible, 
that was actually a radical movement for him to do that. Mm. Like you're sitting there, oh, simple softball question. Any politician in the world knocks it out <laughs> of the park, but he leaves it in a way to where they can use it as a rallying cry. And now we got the issues we got, not only because those people are already there, but now they feel like they're represented by the person in the office. So, man. yeah, that's a problem. Man, tell me about it, brother, because, I'm man, they, it's like Pence, like Pence hair was to that fly. They attracted the Trump. For real. <laughs> they worship him, man. <laughs> like, for real. Like, they've been waiting on this all their life. It's like... Uh, like I hate to use this as an example, but I hope nobody else is no cowboy fan on the phone. But it's like how cowboy fans are about the cowboys. Like they just worship them, no matter what is going on. It it's still die hard. Like even though things are wrong, they can be and sixteen. They still follow it. <laughs> and so, um, like this is this is really dangerous for you know um, America right now. You know due to all the things in which we have going on, such as like our healthcare, our law and justice system, um, you know, our educational system, and we and we still have to deal with these type of uh, groups and racism. Like, what is next for us? Like, how can we plan, or how can we ensure that like the next generation of our youth have what they need in order to, I guess you would say, act in harm- harmonious with each other. One one thing I say with that, Al. Um, and, and the crazy part about it is, man, we haven't had a real, true, open conversation in America about racism yet. Mm-hmm. And when people do, they shut it down. These children need to hear what America was and what America is and what America should be. Yep. And they, they're not hearing that. The thing is, only thing they're hearing is that they'll they'll sit back and kind of pacify them, say, hey, you're the best, you're the best. And they'll yep. tell these kids, you're the worst, you're the worst. And then they'll have everybody fear-mongering thinking negative about the next person or, you know, keeping them uh, not privileged or, or not necessarily privileged, but not privy to the information. And, and here we go again, another generation sparking up. I hate That's these correct. people. I got to keep this power. So like the brother said, you go from Ben Shapiro to, to a not group. You already got the mind. You got the seeds already out there, but somewhere along the line, uh, we have to have the conversation we can't have people like the president, like the brother said, the highest office, saying the things that he's saying, going against uh, uh, education that would actually, what, what's that project that they have that he's going against? I can't think of it right now, but there's a project where they're talking about the true uh, nature of how America racism was and how slavery was. and what the Critical true, race theory. Uh, the critical race theory. Bell from back there in you the go. 90s. Yeah. Exactly. So when you have a situation where you, you're teaching the kids uh, from that standpoint, they could truly have the true dialogue about race. But when you, you know, what, what Trump said, oh, that's 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 not right. That's 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 against America. That's anti-American. I'm like, what? Really? And and that's the easiest thing for them to say, bro. It's anti-American. It's not patriotic, right? It's the easiest thing to say. Um, and the supporters of that, what do they do? They continue to, to repeat that. They continue to embody that whole mentality. And so, um, you know, speaking from the standpoint of, you know, our young people, like there were like over in uh, Charlottesville when uh, that alt-right group was marching together, like those people were in between 17 to 20 some years old. And think about their younger brothers and sisters who are looking up to them doing this. You know, thinking it's cool, right? 
like this is where we're headed you know to a certain extent with certain groups mm, yeah i see and, and it's a recruiting tool it's easy yes it's easy to keep them in that, that cycle you yes. know uh they they had the uh grand wizard up in in mississippi uh what was that in in um I want to say it was in next to Tupelo. What's that? Shannon, Mississippi. Uh, 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 Fulton. Fulton, Mississippi. The Grand mm-hmm. Wizard of the whole state. And I mean, man, the way that they indoctrinate them kids, they're using music, they're using videos, they're using the internet, they're using flyers, they're using concerts. I mean, the way that these people are going at these kids uh, to keep them in that same cycle of hate, it's amazing. But what are we doing to keep our kids understanding because our kids i've met kids that felt like racism was like a thousand years ago you ask them stuff yeah. like 1950 man your, your grandma's still living what are you talking mm-hmm. about but to them mm-hmm. this was so far away you know it's so far away it's not even registering to them and i think that's uh you know, you know that's think, an important disconnect mm-hmm. yeah yeah, so yeah. I, think, I, I think the I, thing I, is, I, is i would that, say elementary and middle that's a problem but for some reason, high school and, and college of this this generation right now, they're actually more attuned to what's going on than previous generations. They know true. a lot more. Like, these kids are talking about police budgets. They're talking about how cities are structured. That is correct. Uh, how corporate uh, hire and fire. Like, they, they are really, you know, on their ish. But like the brother said, when you start getting to the lower ones, that's where you start getting into this whole, you know, mythical dream stuff. Um, mm-hmm. You know, racism is over. I've got some friends who are such and such, and therefore right. it's not a problem. Like not understanding, like man, this is about power. And mm-hmm. if one group decides that they're going to control power by any means necessary, they are a problem, and that has to be confronted. Mm. There. Go ahead, Bill. Comment, sir. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was just I was just going to add, you know, to the point where you know it, it's it. One thing that we've done in our community and, and that I could say uh, that I'm I'm not upset about is, and you know, a girl brought this up in the video. She was like, you know, we teach love in our house, uh, in our in our communities, you know, in general, and that's 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 something that pushes us out. You know, that's some that's a way for us to combat that because you know, love does trump hate. I, I do believe that in in all instances. Uh, but at the same time, yes, communicating, you know, and I think Kev, you said this earlier. Uh, uh, you know, telling the telling the kids about the past of America, where we are now, mm-hmm. and where we want to be, uh, is important in the way in in that time of teaching them. Hey, you know, uh, love uh, lo- love is you know the way to move the world forward, rather than trying to down another race or uh, trying to uh, you know control their lifestyle or their their their, their well being. Right. And, you know, speaking to like like the next generation as well. So we're going to have another generation of uh, children who will want to grow up and be a part of law enforcement. Right. Um, So can we truly, you know, trust the law enforcement vetting process of checking the new cadets background to ensure uh, that we keep those domestic terrorists out of those particular agencies? Like, do we feel like this this? vetting process will work or is working to um you know try to keep these domestic terrorists out of these agencies no not not only not only will you not walk into that system and change it that system is more likely to change you 
and mm. you start believing in things like the thin blue line and right. you start thinking right. that things you see in society are based on bad character and th- them being uh, lazy or a, a certain neighborhood having certain uh, you know things that, that are built into them as opposed to what a whole society that is built on what you know winners and losers the yeah. idea mm-hmm. of some people having well some people not having well you know and that's everything man so no you, I, I don't think you can reform this to be a human thing not within this system because at a certain point you have to justify the way things are and you're going to justify that by brute force because there's no other way to do it if, as it's constructed so no yeah. I, I don't think so I don't think we can infiltrate our way to make that better mm. Um, now, now I agree with you a thousand percent with that, brother. Um, one thing I will say though, um, I know a lot of our polices they have a lot of uh, duties that they have to perform when they're they're doing their job. Now, as far as once before they come in, just my humble opinion, I do think we need a thorough background. I mean, just like with with any government job, they want to know what your second grade teacher thought of you. So. Right. I think we have to go far. We have to get a better vetting process. Uh, it has to be monitored all the time. I mean, if you really want that job, I know it doesn't pay a lot. We need to pay them more. We need to pay our teachers a whole lot more. But if they do have that job, let's let's put a situation together where uh, where where if we do look at how the the officers are conducting themselves, and you have an inkling that this person is is one of these guys. That mm-hmm. may be a member of these organizations. We have to go ahead and get that person called out. Um, I mean, to me, it's just really more getting into who they are and monitor them a whole lot more. Just but but thing. will they will they do that, Kev? Because um, you know, bringing back up the militia up in uh, Michigan that attempted to kidnap Governor Whitmer. Um, some of those guys were that, at and several. Let's call them what they are. They're a gang. Let's call them yeah. what they are. Like, they are a gang. Kind of clean they are a gang. Are. Let's they, call them what they are. Correct. Um, <laughs> extremist group, um, white supremacist group, you know, they were at, you know, several rallies, and there was a a sheriff that attended several rallies with them uh, who were somewhat in support of what they did or, or what they were planning to do. Like, he didn't see anything wrong with that. So when we have those um, um, law enforcement uh, personnel who are either supporting or not condemning, like what should the people of that county do, you know, towards those people um, in those voted positions? Because, you know, to be a sheriff, you got to be voted in, correct? That's true. So like what should the people of that community do? Vote them out. You can be voted out. There is a process. Hey, everybody, this is Jennifer. Sorry I'm late. Um, There is a process that citizens can do. If you don't agree with an elected official or an elected official steps in line, there are processes to go through to remove those people. We need to start Mm -hmm. exercising those rights. But see, that's the thing. Like, we're not seeing, well, I'm sure it is happening, right? But I haven't seen it in a large scale when we know that there's a lot more than just a few people out here thinking that way that works in law enforcement so right no, normally they don't tell on themselves to the degree that that dude, dude did in an interview correct and then there's, right. the elef- there's the elephant in the room where we got to say okay if people like that getting elected 
how many local citizenry not only agree with that, but think mm. that's the way things should roll. People right. run on tough on crime all of the time. And when they say tough on crime, a lot of the unsaid there is us. Tough so, on black. You know, a lot of the stuff, <laughs> right, a lot of the stuff that the young folk are talking about is the stuff that matters. It's like when, when the young folks say defund the police, they're not talking about removing the whole police force and getting rid of the budget. They're mm-hmm. saying, okay, mental illness situations. There should be a department for that outside of the police, which sounds good to me. Like, that sounds like a, a plausible thing to do. Homelessness. There should be a group that addresses that outside of the police. That sounds good to me, too. Like, a lot of their ideas would fix a bunch of these problems that we talk about with this stuff. But the youth get shouted down and people make their argument into something that it's not. Yeah. Like, they'll mm-hmm. say they don't want any police at all when they're saying, no, they want them to do specific duties and outsource the other stuff to uh, different departments, which I agree with. Yeah, that's that's true. That's about that sums it up right there. Because I mean, realistically, it's the messaging. I re- whoever thought of mm-hmm. saying defund the, defunding the police, they should have really thought that one through. They should have yeah. really thought that one through. Yeah, yeah, I agree, Kevin. Um, you know, definitely. You know, we had to use better choice of words when trying to. Uh, put things in motion um, you know just like the saying you know no justice no peace like until we get justice you won't have no peace bro you know what I'm saying so like we have to make sure that the words that we use are actually targeting what we are wanting to see change and so um, you know to speak on the hypocrisy of it like we like we know like when things like this occur we know that this is wrong Right, we know that this is not right, but you have people who are defending this. When if you know your laws or know Mm -hmm. your bill of rights or whatever, like you would be able to use common sense to understand when things are do not appear to be what they say they are. But Mm -hmm. due to certain words and certain terminology of how they present things, it makes it appear as if um, things are minimized. Things are desensitized. Things uh, appear to uh, not be what they make it out to seem. So mm-hmm. that is another part of the hypocrisy of what's going on right now. Well, as long as they keep insinuating that black people are the real terrorists and the yes. the, the hateful people of this country, and we tear up everything, we create all mm-hmm. the crime. And we ain't mm-hmm. the one out here shooting cops like that. We ain't the ones out here making good. Matter of fact, we just recently started. I mean, we, we don't have a lot of militias groups that are black. We got them, but ain't a whole lot of them. They got militia groups all across this country. Across this but country. Nobody's got militia over, but nobody's right. trying to kidnap a governor. <laughs> no, man, we ain't trying to do that, man. We trying to sit up here and figure out how we can doggone get in the local government. We barely can right. do that. We can't but even I get in the Congress. <laughs> My opinion is the hypocrisy that has gone, I don't know if you guys have covered this yet, but the hypocrisy that has gone on in America is so deeply rooted and so Mm -hmm. stretched so far and so long. I think it goes back to to Malcolm X. It's like asking the wolf, the sheep asking the wolf, why do you hate me? Why do you want to eat Mm -hmm. me? We need Mm -hmm. to stop looking for the government to end their hypocrisy when they want. Look at the Democratic Party. They see this going on and they complain and they get on their commentary on the news, but they know the rules of the game just like how the Republicans 
Republicans do, and nothing has changed. A lot of those mm-hmm. people have had long terms in office themselves. They've been up there, and they pretend to argue with these people. Uh, the Democratic Party, let's take a look at the, the convention. There are many people in Hollywood that call themselves liberal. Uh, there's many marketing people. Who, what marketing person came up with the word defund the police? That's a marketing nightmare. <laughs> the, 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 also, the whole convention, how it was done, you know, all of mm-hmm. those producers and movie people, you, you put together that poor show. It, they know mm-hmm. what they're doing because it, it, it's one thing to change things. It's one thing to pretend I want them to be changed because they don't either. And I think that we need to start looking after this election. You know, Kevin just said we don't have a lot of black militias. We need to start looking at how we form our own communities. I'm at that point. How do we form our own communities, our own schools, our own places of, of that we live and function and, and shop mm-hmm. and work and live with our children instead of looking to a government who has shut the door on us the ver- from the very moment in, in inception that we came into this country. That's true. You it's know what idiotic I mean? and it's, it's crazy for us to expect anything less from them. You know, the crazy thing to me is well, our mentality, a lot of our people, not all of our people, but some of our people with the mentality, they'd rather be a consumer than an owner. We don't have that, 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 you know, like when, when you can hear stories from your great grandparents, your grandparents, depending on how old you are, where you had a row of people that was in, from your neighborhood that owned stores near you, that owned shops, that owned mechanic shops that was doctors. There were yep. dentists, there were lawyers, there were everything that was self-defined for your community. Now, yep. everybody, even before now, if we just go today for everything. Like, like realistically, could... I, I say, realistically, if you shut down Walmart, a lot of people going to be sick. Yeah. But something happened to us, and this is the whole thing from the sheep to the wolf. Where, you know, the people who have betrayed us, the hypocrisy in America, just like the Democrat Party, they gave us, they give us a little bit. So they say, mm-hmm. okay, we'll get educated. Let me, let me sponsor your HBCUs. Let me give you a little bit of federal money. And we became professional people. But in that professionalism, we became consumers. Where, yeah, it was, mm-hmm. you know, it was prestigious to have a job with white people. It was prestigious to, to have a position on the board and to be the first black and to be the only black. And we got so caught up in that educating ourselves that we left people behind and we didn't realize that they were still stabbing us in the back and they handed yep. us the knife to do it ourselves. I think we had a conversation um you know, everybody watch out for our Patreon because we're going to do another show on Lovecraft Country where there's a character that says, I have been silently, I let them silently lynch me without me even knowing it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what the hypocrisy in America has done. They have handed us the rope, we put it around our own necks, and we jumped off the, 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 the ledge our own self, where yep. we, we became this consumer. We've done all these things. We need to stop looking for it, – it's like a, a mentally abused child. We need to stop looking to them for love and acceptance and go out there and get our own. They're not going to fix the government. They're not. They're no. not going to fix the schools. They're not. They're mm-hmm. not going to fix the, what they're feed, the food that they're feeding us. They're not. They're not. They're not. 
we have to fix our own self and find the leaders in our own communities and start doing it. That's the only solution because if we look for someone who continually betrays us and continually shows us hypocrisy after hypocrisy after hypocrisy, it's insanity. And to yeah, expect anything it. less than than disappointment. That's what's right. up. It, it's like it, it's like playing a card game with somebody you know is cheating and you're trying to play by the rules. And then every couple of hands, you say, hey, man, you cheating over there. Uh, right. Since they got their hands on the bank, they like, I mean, okay, let's try another hand. So, I mean, yeah, the sister got it right, man. And, and, and when it comes to the Dems, it, it, it's just no matter what, the Dems come down to this particular fact. Black people are a certain per- portion of the population in America, and the Dems are going to chase those suburban votes no matter how far right those suburban votes go. Mm-hmm. So, Go back to the Malcolm speech. You can't be my friend in here too. So because of that, we're gonna have these issues to where one party despises you because that benefits them politically, and the other part party has to deal with you, but only to a certain degree because that's to their interest. So I mean, that's the dilemma that we've been in for a long time, and it goes back to what the sister said. At a certain point, we bought into Americanism, but Americanism did not buy into us. Because, as we can see, the game is still the game as far as economic uh, outcomes, mm-hmm. health outcomes, community outcomes, yep. and everything else. So, yeah, man, it, it, it's a rough right. one, but ultimately, said is. They'll let a few of us get a little shine, get a little money t- so they can say, hey, this guy made Look it. Look at him. This guy did it. You know, you can be like him too, right? You can be like him. Why don't but you, you know, just do what LeBron did? Right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm five foot, five foot nothing, and you think I'm gonna dunk a ball and do all that? Come on, man. man. Get back. And, Get and back. I think that we may not see it, and, and I'm coming to terms with that now. But I'm yeah. coming to the terms that we here are the ground layers of of movement that needs to happen in this country that we need to start laying the groundwork of turning our communities around to be more focused on us so Mm -hmm. it may take two or three generations to get there i doubt we'll see it but maybe my great-grandchildren will um see it that you know we'll have our own communities our own justice systems our own places to say we we need our own liberia i mean we we, we need to to make a move well, and if well, we don't start laying the groundwork now, work now it's not going to happen yeah, you're going to get in trouble now because they're going to call you a socialist but then when we go back to those communities who were excluded from the country what did they do? Every one of them had a community garden. You know, they used to mm-hmm. Hey, I grow mm-hmm. tomatoes. You doing tomato? You doing potatoes? We gonna come over. We are gonna exchange, and that's we gonna right. keep it moving. We ain't been to the grocery store yet. Like that's what they used to do. You you're like, how the hell did they survive the Great Depression? Well, they Thank you. Yep. Because they worked together and they had a social mm-hmm. economy based on them because they looked at the outside world as what not relevant to them. They wasn't involved in that outside world. So they, they didn't even look at it like that. But sure like I said, you bring that up, they, they call you a socialist and tell you to shut up and yep. get back in the, into this system that's based on inequality. And get back in that burning house. Get back into that burning house over there. That's right, right. Right. Or, that's or, you're or be they, they commercialize. Them folks look, did that. Look at our leaders that they've watered down. Mm-hmm. True. 
True. Them folks Very did that true. without an eighth grade education. And they exactly. sure did. They, they sure did. They sure did. Can't tell, you can't tell our generation. You cannot tell people now. Let, let, let you not be a certain level of, of, of caliber of a person. And ah, no, 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 no. He's not a part of the program. I'll say it and I'll say it again. Everybody that's listening, you are a part of the solution. <laughs> Even if you're a small part, we just got to do our part. Right. Period. Period. Man. Man, great and discussion I, today, Can I say one thing, too? Um, for our listeners out there, if you are a Facebook on Facebook, um, um, the middleman uh, on Facebook, please go and listen to the video about my college friend, J.A. Pearson, who is a lawyer in Los Angeles County. He calls himself mm-hmm. a Lincoln lawyer and abolitionist. Um, he works a lot with helping people of color um, work the, work their way through the justice system. He was unjustly arrested and accused of assaulting uh, a, a person in the court who didn't believe that he was a lawyer, uh, and they assaulted him and tased him. That. And yet he's been yep. fine. Yes, that's my friend Jia from school from Cali. Um, mm. We have a petition going. To, to and also we're ask, they're asking for letters um, for JA to please write the DA to drop the charges against him. Um, it's important support the brother Lincoln lawyer JA Pearson. Please read up on it, guys. Yeah, yeah, they don't have yeah. to drop no charges. They don't have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's BS. Watch the video. He has yep. clips. Of the whole encounter that happened, he went in plain clothes because he was just checking on one of his cases. The uh, officer in the court didn't believe that he was um, uh, a lawyer. He goes mm-hmm. and tries to show his bar card, and they get into it and they tase him, and they charge him. Man, and if he Pardon. was of a lighter hue, he would have been able to walk in with some flip flops. He would have been able to walk in some, with a t-shirt on and some shorts. With, with a tank mm-hmm. top and some flip flops. Yep. And some cut off yeah. shorts. Hey, yeah. buddy, mm-hmm. I'll have your job. They back off. And, and Man, that's crazy. When, when, they, when he finally, at first, they tased him because he was like, I'm going to use everything I learned in law school to get you. And then the officer tased him. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going down. Uh, make sure y'all yeah. sign that petition. I'm familiar with that one, Jen. So definitely, y'all make sure y'all sign yeah. that petition. Uh, great show. I know we didn't get to everything we wanted to today, Al, but. Uh, Man, y'all make sure y'all go back and listen to this show. If you want us to revisit it, uh, you can always go to the Middleman Facebook page and also say, hey, bring that show back. Uh, we, we don't mind doing it. Uh, if you have any suggestions, you can always hit us up at wearethemiddleman at gmail.com. We are open to suggestions for shows or uh, any topics that you would like for us to discuss. Uh, if you have any guests uh, that, that have some products or businesses uh, that you would like for us to uh, introduce to the world, let us know about them because, hey, we're all about uh, helping one, helping each other out, and helping each other out. So um, get at us about that. Go ahead, Al. Yeah, definitely. Um, we definitely ensure that all of our listeners' voices are being heard as well. This is an opinionated show. We definitely appreciate all our uh, callers and listeners who tuned in with us today. Uh, shout out to uh, Bill from Hear Me Out. Uh, my guy, Nice from out in ATL. We definitely had a great discussion on this particular topic. Check out our Patreon at uh, patreon.com forward slash the middleman talk show. You can add us on Facebook on um, our Facebook page, the middleman talk show. 
Um, definitely uh, check us out. And if you have any podcasting app or wherever you listen to um, any radio show or podcast, at the Middleman Talk Show, man. We have a lot of shows, a lot of great topics in which you can definitely sit back and enjoy and listen to. Also share with your friends as well and have group discussions about, man. I think some of the topics in which we have uh, definitely sparked the interest uh, for you all to have discussions discussions amongst yourself. And like Kevin mm-hmm. said, if anything that we have done in the past and you would like for us to revisit or discuss again, definitely reach out to the Middleman Talk Show. We'll definitely get to you. Um, shout outs to Jen as well and her friend J.E. We will definitely make sure that we support this brother and hopefully uh, justice will be um, um, served in his case as well too. Um, definitely want to send our um, um, prayers and condolences to you know uh, the family of Breonna Taylor because more information is constantly coming out which is continuing their trauma uh, as a whole. Uh, the trauma of her boyfriend as well, you know, to see the body cam footage, I'm pretty sure he watched it himself and was, you know, this is just a lot. So definitely take care of yourself, practice self-care at least 15 to 30 minutes a day to increase your mental health well-being. And hey, we got to look out for each other. We got to make sure that we are um, doing well for our community out there. Jen, you have any last words? Yeah, and like, ladies, ladies, uh, I'm glad you mentioned Brianna Taylor. Let's support her boyfriend. Let's support him. Let's uplift him. This brother that was protecting his girlfriend and mm-hmm. was brought through the ringer. And you should see the comments from the people online blaming him when all he was doing was his, his constitutional right and God-given right to protect the place and his woman. And That's she right. was killed by those pig police um, for it and they are tearing this brother apart and let's uplift him and our prayers and our thoughts and if you see something say something that someone is disrespecting one of our brothers who was simply protecting one of our trying to protect one of our sisters and is wrong so let's continue to support ourselves you know um, make sure that we are protecting each other as black women and also help uplift our black men Hey, man. Another one up, another one down, bro. Oh, yeah. Hey, man, we almost said 800 members on the page. Uh, if you are a member of the page, please invite a couple of folks because they may not know about us. Uh, we want them to know about us. So let's get up to 800. We're shooting to 1,000. We, we believe you can help us get there. Share with a friend, 10 of them, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And they'll share with 10. And they'll share with 10. And we want to get to 1,000. That's right. What's up? Hey, man. All right. Yeah. Hey, well, all right. All right.